Hello. A warm hello to you. It's in the high 70s here where my studio was located. And I'm looking out the glass window. Didn't know there was any other kind but glass windows. They're going to be plastic, I guess. I'm not getting off into that. Schematics. Beautiful day. The sun shining. The sounds you might be hearing in the background is uh, my lawn being mowed. And they asked to be not named. This is Catfish Kenny from Anchor Webcast. Excuse me, podcasting. In other words, Anchor is the podcasting website. It's free. It covers everything from how to distribute your podcast, how to create a podcast. Starting for the word go. So if you've ever, I mean ever, been interested in doing a podcast, it's Anchor on the web, on the net. Look it up, A-N-C-H-O-R.com. Put slap the www dot in front of it, and you got anchor. Uh, my broadcast is brought to you by our good friends, Dr. Wayne Cobb Jr. and Grant Fowler. Um, two wonderful, highly talented optometrists where I live, and their professional staff. In Hamilton Vision and Eye Care Clinic in the good town of Hamilton, Alabama. And that's two hours west on I-22, west of Birmingham, Steel City. Your, the appointments for this place, and they'd love for you to call, is 1-205-921-5499. They appreciate your business, just like my other sponsor, Logan and Logan Auto Sales, Hamilton. You can call them at 1-205-952-9110 if you're in the market for a clean, dependable, previously owned car truck. In fact, they're so clean, they'll almost have to swear an affidavit. When you trade for a car or truck, they immediately take hold of it and check it from top to bottom. Anything that's not working will be working time it gets back to the lot it'll be cleaned inside now they have probably any and all most all financing plans for the young people the young marriage the elderly the retired call them today and by the treasure box by CNM good friends Chris Michelle and Drew Maldwin at 1711 Davis Drive, done in the home of Spring Break, Panama City. Do I need to really tell you where Panama City is at? It's not in the nation of Panama, in South America. It's in Florida. Yes, the grant, the Spring Break capital of the world. You may telephone our friends Chris, Michelle, and Drew at 1-850-249-1388. I just want to give you a personal note before I start. 
since um, Catfish Kenny came on podcast, um, I've not been trying to outdo anyone. As a matter of fact, I've looked and listened to several pot pro podcasters. I mean, they're detailed, they're articulate, they've got all bells and whistles to make their podcast stand up and bark. And that's a compliment in the recording. And I, I got a credit. Give credit to all those who are in podcasts, no matter if they're on anchor or not. I'm just driving to let people enjoy what I talk about. It's not always popular. But it's true. I strive for the truth. And uh, that's what I'm on. If I can bring some humor to you, I'll do that. But I want you to contact me at Catfish Kenny, P.O. Box 201. Of course, in Hamilton, Alabama, 35570. Let me know your true thoughts on the Catfish Kenny broadcast. They don't, ten words will be enough. I'd like to hear from you. And while you're at it, throw in about three or four dollars by check or money order and help me to help sponsor my podcast. I don't know. I've I've asked for this such a long time, and I sure would appreciate it. But anyway, um, I just want you to know up front that what you hear is what you get. So I, I come from the from the ground up, so to speak. So let's go there. I started um, some podcast to go about my rural heritage and my boyhood. Well, that all started in the uh, in the sticks. That's a very country term for being way out of town, and we did. Me and my family lived way out of town. And uh, we lived on a gravel road that led back in the forest or woods. And our little house was there, a wood frame house with a tin top. I think daddy, my dad paid $10 a month. And folks, $10 back in the early 50s was money. It's worth right now $500, maybe $5,000. Consisted, we had a kitchen, a wood stove, um, a living room, I think two bedrooms, and we lived there for quite a while. And uh, my dad had a beautiful plant, had a beautiful acreage in the back. He loved to uh, plant and he loved to harvest whatever corn cotton and then um, the u.s government stepped in at that point our landlord came and told my dad he couldn't farm anymore afraid that the landlord would have to tax pay tax the thing was was all things being equal our landlord rest his soul was greedy in fact he was so greedy that he wouldn't let his wife run the washing machine for a full cycle. He demanded that she turn it off ever so often to save power. That's just part of the, my rural 
upbringing. Okay, we had a barn. I told you about that before I went missing and my mother had to find me because daddy was out working. Mother was a prototype stay-at-home mom. This was my choice. And a few years from there, she went, she went to work at a textile plant in Detroit, Alabama. And you can look this up if you want to. I'll check my facts. This is back uh, when all the South mostly dealt with textiles. Sewing plants, as they called them. And this uh, company owned several in that in that area and uh, sooner they uh, found out American owned textiles could pay little to no money down in Mexico or Taiwan get the same products well virtually the same for about 50 cents a day so that done away with our textiles but the thing about it is my mom was an excellent cook she said, I promise you, she's having one great time. Uh, she lived a life of service. From a youth on up, she served people. No matter what color, race, polit politic, affiliation. And I got to applaud her and my parents for that. My sister was turned a lot like our daddy. Short of patience long on knowledge if you can understand that that's fine um we moved from there to another my dad was a sharecropper and those of you who don't understand that we're swear a man works with this man or woman who owns the land and he'll farm it he'll sow it and then harvest it take it all to market for a portion of the profits he gives the landowner share crop it and this was back in 1960 and in 1961 in November I started school very first day of school first grade new home community school back when farm farming schools were accredited in the state of Alabama they stopped that in 1966. By the by, let's not get into a hurry. How many of you know what a storm cellar means? A basement? Well, you might be right. But we didn't have a basement. I don't believe we've ever had a basement. We know what a basement looks like. We just never had one. But, um, uh, John Rep, the stand-up comic, he's on YouTube. He can tell you what basement is. He's from North Carolina. He makes no bones about that. He's not a hypocrite. He didn't change his talk. And he is a very successful stand-up comic in California or wherever he does his tours. And he's, he's famous for the Dodge, uh, the pickups, the Hemis, and uh that's where he was discovered by commercial. Anyway, a storm cellar, commonly known in my day as storm house. For it, for pretend you're in the house with us, and you hear a distant rumbling of thunder. 
then you see it lightning then the skies go dark then that's a good warning for you to get to the storm house and shut the door many of the night we stayed in the storm house and it was above ground lock made with the sod and with a shingle little shingle roof big enough for my mom and dad my sister and one night was I mean really a long night of storms the winds was tough hard the rain was too so um, the storm house we had had benches and at the whistle there we had quilts homemade quilts and I my mother put me under one of those and I loved it so much I could hear it rain listen to the wind and thunder and uh, those big they call them crickets they love to dwell in damp places at the roof I wasn't a bit scared of them I loved them but that's what a, a storm house is so moving right along uh, let's see my rural heritage uh, I never ate much no matter where I live from the age of six on up to 12 I ran everywhere just like uh, Forrest Gump long before Forrest and Gump long before Tom Hanks no wonder I was so slim and energetic Here's what I consisted of my meal. No matter where, my grandmother's, granddad's, or my mom's place, if she had the food, which was scarce, I tell you the truth, she always made an apple pie. And guess who ate the first? I ate the first of that and left the cornbread and other stuff alone because I didn't like it. I would eat my dessert crawl out from under the eating table or dining table run out and play literally run out and play ride my bicycle play with my dogs and I've had air rifle I'd shoot cans things that kids do I don't know if any kids know how to do that today not putting down kids tell your kids about what I'm talking about they'll laugh and look confused but they'll be heard, you'll be telling them the truth. Okay, um, let's see. Back to present time. Uh, maybe next time I'll give you uh, the third chapter about my first falling in love at, in the third grade of New Home Community School. I think you may have already heard that, though. I don't know. Present time. Joe Biden, in my opinion, made one of the strongest uh, remarks concerning Vladimir Putin. You know, the, the, he's been labeled by all those in authority in Europe, the United States, a cold-blooded murderer, a madman who's not who's not taking any sensible. He's just he the man he ordered his troops to invade U Ukraine. No tell that to people, including kids and babies, have been murdered by missiles and troops. Enough. Enough. Remember Afghanistan? It took 10 years. Enough. 
I'm not against taking up for our allies. I'm not against preserving our democracy. No, I'm not a pacifist, so to speak. I don't like to start violence, but if violence finds me and wants to get in trouble, I better stand my ground. A pacifist, a pacifist. I'm sure I'd rather live in socialism than democracy. They don't want any violence whatsoever. Who does? I've never met a person in my life who'd come up to me and say, you know, Catfish, I love violence. I love to start it. I've never met a person of that. But Vladimir, good old Vladimir, uh, they're having peace talks. Remember that? The Vietnam peace talks? And President Nixon, rest his soul, peace with honor. It brought the troops home. In 1974, I believe. Now, I'm talking about old times, but Biden, he was really upset, and I would be too, when he said, for God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. Talking about Vladimir. I have to agree with him. I don't agree with most of Joe Biden's uh, rhetoric, but I will that. And, uh, I don't know what the income is going to be, but God does. I don't. I'm not in no position and never will be to know that much. Drive me mad instantly. The experts, political and military, said if, and that's a big if, Russia invades completely Ukraine, next is Poland, next is uh, the little nation surrounding it'll be theirs for the taking I hate that I hate it with a passion there's no use in us being upset you can't rewrite the Bible and yes I'm a firm believer in the Bible you can challenge me and tell me I'm a fool and that's okay I'll smile and go on no no and turn the other cheek so to speak I'm still going to live and by, uh, die by the words of the truth, which is the Bible, that foretold by God's only begotten Son, Jesus of Nazareth, who said in Matthew chapter 24, there shall be wars and rumors of wars. That was concerning today, folks. Earthquakes and diverse places, that's happened. Of famine, both of food and of the gospel. And um, a lot of people, even big uh, so, uh, Christian organizations, will stand up and say on TV, don't worry about it, we're going to have a sweet revival. Okay, tell me where, tell me how. I'm not against revival, I'm for it. But uh, you can't disregard uh, what the Lord said in the book of the Bible. Now I know that my talk may be offensive to who all may be listening. I'm not going to apologize for what I put on my podcast. It's neither inflammatory, nor is it slanderous, nor is it poking fun with anybody. It's just the way the heart speaks. Because you wouldn't want me to listen to your podcast and complain and make fun of you. and No, sir. No, sir. No, ma'am. 
have a lot of respect for my fellow podcaster, sirs. Anyway, today is nearing 80 degrees. Spring is already here by the calendar. And the birds are singing. And the days are longer. And that's because of daylight saving time. And there's our, uh, one of our senators said he'd want to go to Congress and make it a full-time thing. I would. Let's see what else I can talk about my rural upbringing. Well, my sister married when she was age 15. Her and her husband moved out. They lived with us long enough before they could build them a new house. By and large, it was just me and my dad and mom. And that was okay. We made it with God's help. One of my, my mom was, and I'm very biased, I won't lie. She was a very talented cook, homemaker, overall good person. Even by the, the definition good she was, beyond good. She was one of the best listeners I've ever met. And then my painful early love years, when I'd get broken hearted, she would sit and listen no matter how long I talked, how I lent, she listened. She listened. And when our daughter, rest her soul, we was helping raise her, I tried my best to listen to her, but see her intelligence was so high, and I'm serious. I tried to grasp on what she was talking about. That child come out of the womb thinking on a higher level. And I'm just being not biased and you're you think the way but your children too. My rural upbringing was scary to begin with. We didn't have uh, toys, so to speak of. We had to I had to depend on my imagination to make up games, to make up scenarios and uh, fantasies. And that's what got us by. That's okay too. One of my toys, my dad gave me an old tire off of a car, I guess, down that gravel road and I would run and roll that tire down and down, up and down, till I was wore out. And uh, that's what kind of fun we had. My favorite animals, my dogs named Button, Frank, and Palax. All three were wonderful friends. Did I say Frank? I mean, they were so good to me. I loved them because they were always there with me. We had a mule called Graybones, humble mule. We had chickens, and just typical rural out northwest. Uh, I'll tell you where I came. Let me talk about the war real quick. At last report, the part, the early parts of Ukraine, which Vladimir said he was going to take, came, didn't. Those troops have been stalled. So don't think for a minute. You remember how Russia tried in the, in the 70s, was it? Iraq. And suddenly, 
the little warriors of the hills put a stop to those tanks and missiles, guess what it can be done today? You can't no longer run over people like you can in the old days. Remember Adolf Hitler? Rest his soul if that's possible. He tried to invade Russia. But here's elements. Well, the wintertime snow and blizzard stopped that. And the Russian army at that time took care of the rest of it. And I didn't think that maybe we'd have another Hitler. But then there's Saddam Hussein, Osama bin Laden, and now Joe Biden. No, not, excuse me. And Vladimir Putin. And I know it's, it's rough to feel. I don't. I don't feel this sad. I do feel sad for the adults, and the kids. But a hospital that that serves pregnant women and babies. How low can you get to blow up this institution, Vladimir Putin? You're in trouble. The world does not respect you. You're going to be a lonely man. Somehow or another, you're going to be brought to justice because you can't keep on doing what you're doing. Okay, I went beyond my limit. Uh, it says I can produce up to 30 minutes. But... Uh, I want to uh, just stop right in right here and tell you that I appreciate all of my followers, my sponsors, and all the ones that listen to this. Thank you for those in uh, the United States, Germany, Ireland, Taiwan, and at last, the males were still outdoing the females by slim margin. So girls, get to listening, get to following. I do need a thousand followers and some support. And you know what, Catfish Guinea appreciates you. And I think a lot of each one of you. And I don't think I'll come back today because I get pretty wore out with these because of my health. I've enjoyed every minute. And God willing, I'll be back with more. Maybe tomorrow, I don't know. But on the 28th of March, 2022, it's been one more ball. I wouldn't, I take that back. Maybe my youth bringing up was a ball and funny. Nothing about the war in Ukraine, nothing. There's absolutely nothing about unprovoked killing. It's murder. That's all that can be made of it. Wasn't accidental was planned and it was motivated don't get me started catfish kenny saying thank you be sure to call our sponsors send me some support for my address i wish you the very best be nice to each other be nice to your kids be nice to your animals peace